Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast, Episode 19. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. Today, we're going to be talking about episode 19 of this season's Desperate Housewives, A Spark to Pierce the Dark. A spark to pierce the dark. What does that mean? It means a spark to pierce the dark. Okay. But how does that have anything to relate to the episode that we just watched last night? Any clue on that one? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> it's just a name. Oh, just randomly pull out a name. A spark to pierce the dark. And yeah, I'm sure that there is a meaning behind it. I mean, you've got all the darkness going on with, with Dave and... Um, <gasps> Never mind. A spark to pierce the dark. A spark. The, 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 the shock. The zap at the end mm-hmm. to pierce the dark yeah. okay never mind got it yep <laughs> it's just... all about electric shock <laughs> in the beginning yes 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 the spark to pierce the dark which of course was the very last scene duh people well, are out there the like first, the very first... where are you at man yeah. come on did we watch the same show <laughs> no um, doubt the the very first sequence was all about people getting shocked yes it was yes okay <laughs> you're on the same page now i'm on the same page. i'm like what no it all is like oh, okay yeah all i can say it, the very first thing i just want to say is wow yeah you talk about a great episode of desperate housewives it it, it started out a little slow it for, did. but but uh it wasn't it didn't slay, stay slow for long um i didn't know where they were gonna go with it's like did they really really need to bring carl into susan's story and stuff and i was starting to question that at the beginning but it got good at the end. It did. I liked the way it ended. Um, Carlos and Gabby, I mean, the quickie story, I'm like, oh, come on. But then it got good at the end. Although, I, we'll talk about that. Okay. So so there, there were a couple there were a couple storylines when they started. It's like, really? Are they, re- are they really going to write it that way? And then by the end of the episode, they redeemed it all. Absolutely. With the exception of Carlos and Gabby. But but we'll start off with the big, huge uh, Okay thing and that was dave's plan they started he's off he's been thinking about this for a while hasn't he <laughs> well uh, we knew that didn't we yeah we did so he had he had the perfect murder in his mind planned i loved that they showed every single detail yes exactly how he had it planned out without making us wait until the end and especially waiting until the to be continued with several weeks in between before yeah. we get the final answer I loved that. I did too. So we got to see the entire, exactly what he had going on. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, you're sitting there watching it all take place, but it didn't take place. That's just how he was seeing it. Yeah. That's his how head. he saw it in his mind. That's what he wanted to happen. Exactly. Well, somebody should tell Dave, there's no such thing as the perfect murder. Yeah. There's just not. Right. Anyway, go ahead. So uh, the whole fax machine, paper, and stuff like that, it, eh, you know, it, I don't think it was suspenseful. Was, was that sus- supposed to be suspenseful at all, do you think? I don't think so. I found it annoying. I'm just like, Edie, fill the paper already. Come on. 
I thought that that took way too long to get to that part of the storyline. Well, she didn't anticipate that she would be receiving a fax from them, did yes, she? Yes, she did. Oh, she did. Well, then that, that yeah. doesn't make sense. He said, I'm going to have to look that up in the archives and, and I'll get it to you. And remember at the end of the last episode, she's a pain in the butt. Fax yeah. it tomorrow. Yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, I think that she did know that it was coming. Okay. She, she was waiting on that information. I think maybe what happened was... She did leave her fax number. Right. I think obviously. what happened was that it seems like with this conversation she had with Mrs. McCluskey, that when she recognized that, you know, not only had he been married before, but he lost a daughter, it seemed to me that she, at that moment, kind of just like, wow, this guy's been through a lot. Although it doesn't explain the name change. And I think the name change alone is the, enough to cause enough concern to still want to know, right. I, I want that darn fax. And you that, see one message waiting. And it's and I know they showed the beep happen after she walked away, but she knew she was out of fax paper. And I think, how do you know that you're out of fax paper unless you're looking for, for a fax? Right. And she I, was waiting for it. And, she, and I think she knew that there was a, a fax waiting there. She did. To be printed. She did. That's why she, she w- said, was looking to buy paper. And, and well, she even says, "Miss, do you happen to have any fax paper?" Right. You know, why does she, she need some right then and there? Be, unless so, it didn't make sense. And and I th- I think that, that was the only poorly written part of the story. It okay. didn't make sense that she was so okay with waiting. Right. I mean, okay. the, the next phone call would have been to Bree Hodge, who obviously has runs a business out of her office right next to her house. You would think. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You you would think that she, but but you're right. She was very. They didn't show us this, but but in her mind is very emotional about the whole thing anyway. Yep. Even before she finds out that it was Mike who. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, and of course she she gets the facts finally, mm-hmm. and uh, she sends a text message, which obviously that text message saves Catherine's life. It does. It does. Although I, I don't know, it, but it did. Would you really have said, I know everything, come home now to a psychotic maniac? Yeah, it didn't make, make much sense. And it didn't make much sense for her af- to continue to push him for stuff. Yeah. After that. Though Edie doesn't always do she things doesn't, no, that she makes doesn't. sense. No, we should just accept that, that that's Edie. That's how she does things. Did you think that, that she was going to die right there when, did you think he was going to strangle her to death? Yeah. I I didn't think he was going to let go. I didn't either. Yeah. So good for him for letting go. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that that shows maybe he actually did care about her. Yeah. You know, I think that obviously he sought her out. He married her because she lived on Wisteria Lane. That's why he moved back there was so insistent on moving back there. I agree with her on all of those on all of those accounts, but I think that him letting go means maybe he did care about her a little. So here's what I'm going to say is going to happen. Well, first of all, we'll, we'll move on to Bree and Orson next since Bree's the one who actually ended up maybe possibly killing her if she dies, which okay. I don't think she will. Do you? I don't know. I don't think so. Can I explain to you what I think is going to happen? Or do you have a theory? And no, I, haven't, I haven't, really haven't listened to the official th- podcast I yet. I know. I um no, I don't have a theory because I haven't I 
haven't given myself the opportunity to, to think of a new theory because all of the trailers leading up to all of the the previews leading up to last night's episode said that someone was going to die. Yeah, well, and so did, I just technically did we see somebody die? Technically, yes. There we go. So technically, um, we saw a scene where somebody died. Yes, and that's all you need in promo world. It really is. I know that. I know that. So that being said, I I haven't given my chance myself a chance to think of a new theory would you like to hear mine i would (laughs) no you wouldn't you hesitated (laughs) no i was just as i'm because i saw the previews for what is coming up i did not okay and so based on what i saw i'm beginning to piece together my own theory Okay. Well, but please go ahead. Tell me yours. Right. I have not looked at next week's or... I know you haven't. Four months from and now. And I'm not going to give my theory because it may right. include it's, spoilers. Exactly. So so my, my theory is that she will she will awaken from in the hospital from this accident. Mm-hmm. She will have complete amnesia. Okay. And nobody will be the wiser as to what's been going on. Okay. To this whole situation. The only person who knows anything at this point in time is Edie. Okay. Edie will wake with amnesia and Dave will have decided to lose his vendetta against Mike. He is awoken from his stupor and has seen the light and he now will forever try to make it up to the love of his life, Edie. <laughs> that sounds and and I'm I you have not seen all of season four none okay um, Orson hit Mike with a car Mike awoke with amnesia <laughs> Mike or Orson for he left his vendetta and tried to make it up to the love of his life Bree <laughs> really no way <laughs> you're kidding me <laughs> no <laughs> nice. that's kind of funny Uh, because Mike was the only one who knew what Orson had done but I can't tell you what Orson has done because you haven't seen all of season four okay so I mean I won't give that all away for you but that that's very similar to the storyline of when um when Orson hit Mike which would um which would be good to I I think that it would be cool to have the similarities. Obviously, we already know that that Edie wrecked because she was trying to avoid hitting Orson. Mm-hmm. So um, with his tie-in, I think that it would be okay to to mirror that that situation, but not obviously not copycat it. And I don't think that they would do that. But um, that's not what I want to see. What do you want to see? Obviously, I want to see Edie live. Yes. You know, I, w- I w- want her to... to you want to see Dave go down. I do. I do. You don't want to see him redeemed? Under Edie's foot. No, I have no desire to see this character redeemed. Stephanie. Isn't that bad of me? Where is the Christian attitude in that one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to burn in hell. No, I mean, he can be redeemed, but doesn't he still have to pay for what he's done? No, I mean, I, he, no, I, he set the, the I, doctor guy on fire. I mean, he's... I give, you an, I give you an improper choice. It's not the question, <laughs> do you want him to, redeem, to be redeemed or burn in hell? It's, it's, you, you, want, you, still want, want, you still want to see justice. Absolutely. You I want mean, to he's see still done a lot of things. That, some rape repercussions mm-hmm. for his actions. Absolutely. He shouldn't just skate off scot-free because he's crazy. Kind of like, like Orson. 
Yeah, you know, Orson, I mean, Orson's got consequences to pay. Orson, and, absolutely. He is ex- he is experiencing his consequences. But he's trying to cop out of his consequences, but we'll get to Orson in a minute. Yeah. Well, I, I so so I get what you're saying. You 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 don't necessarily you you would like for his character to re- to be redeemed to to but receive he still has forgiveness. To pay for his past. It, would you choices. agree exactly? To pay for his past choices, perhaps prison time all these other things mm-hmm. but possibly straight jacket you know <laughs> straight jacket <laughs> Whatever. but but also but what about the relation what about Edie w- would you like to see Edie come to the point where she understands who he is and you know what I really want to see do you know that Edie has a son no <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> you should Crap. know that by now come on no, you should know because she mentioned him in last week's episode when she was asking if if Dave would want to have a child, I never get to see Travers anymore. That uh, that's her son. Okay. Okay. Um, and obviously he's off at at boarding school now or something. Gotcha. Um, I would like her to to see her invest in that male relationship. Okay. I'm so tired of seeing Edie go after man after man after man after man. I would love to see them build her as a as a strong independent woman that we already know she is. But not always having a man. Okay. That, that's just, bleh. but, um, fair enough. You don't always need a man. <laughs> I mean, I get that she likes to have sex, don't we all? But, you know, invest in something else, you know? It's <laughs> come on. But I would love to see her, her invest in her son and, and build that, build a good relationship there. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's move on Stop to Orson. finding your worth and value in a man. Exactly. I, I I just want to say I'd say the same to Susan too. Yeah, and and I think she's working on that. I think Susan's that. working on it absolutely. Yeah, the um the one thing I want to say real quickly is just the Dave storyline. This episode finally, I think it had a big payoff. I think they took way too long way to get too here. Long. What way was this too, episode? What nineteen? Did you say? Yeah, nineteen, I believe. Or no, this is episode nineteen of our podcast. Oh, okay. What episode was it of? <laughs> You shouldn't I can ask look me really things quick. that okay, I don't have ahead. in my show notes. Keep talking. I, I can look really quick. But I just want to say it, it took too long. I mean, the the whole fire scene with Mike in the background and all that stuff, that was a little cheesy. And, of course, that wasn't meant to kill Mike. Right. That was meant to to put uh, Dave into the sa- position of saving Mike to gain his confidence right. so he could later take him hunting. Yes. Gotcha. Right. I, n- I know all that. Yeah. So I, I guess it had a good payoff, but it did take a while to get there. Very long time. So e, um, Orson and Bree. Uh, it was episode 18. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, it took way too long for that storyline to, to it, pay off. but It did. Okay, All go right. ahead. Orson and Bree. Making a deal uh, to sell the business. Messed up. So messed up. I, I have... Uh, he he says at the risk of being uh, of sounding selfish blah 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 <laughs> dude you are so selfish it is not even funny it is horribly in oh man i was uh, you know i understand the fact that that brie is kind of treating him less than a husband in the business aspect of things well in the business he is i understand her employee. I understand. No, well, did she? It, no, he's partner at No, he isn't. No, oh. I wanted you to make me partner. I wanted you to make you me partner. Made me an employee. Which and and that is Bree's fault. I don't think that it's Orson's fault for asking. She already has a business partner. Okay. 
What I'm saying, though, is that she shouldn't have hired him at all. No, she all. shouldn't. Have. Yes, that I agree with. Him okay. asking, I can understand. You know, it's I got to do something. I mean, he's tr- he, it's not for lack of trying. He literally has been trying. Right. And, 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 and was it slightly inappropriate for him to ask to, to be, can I just be partner with you? You know, why can't I run this? No, I don't think that's in. I, I don't think it was inappropriate to ask to be partner, but it was certainly inappropriate to offer an employee position yes. where you pay your son more than your husband and your son gets a signing bonus or, or, or gets a, a cost of living yes. bonus. And that she's done some very inappropriate things there. So with that being said, I think that, you know, obviously this doesn't get Orson off the hook. Mm-mm. But gosh, Brie, don't hire your husband as your employee. Right. You know, we, you and I started this business, and and you're not my employee. We're 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 we're. No, I work for bus- free. <laughs> we're business partners here. You don't work for free. You just don't get a paycheck. <laughs> and how is that different? I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nice. I'm kidding. So anyway. Um, so Orson confesses, uh, let's see. Andrew says, okay, so he's unhappy. Put him on lithium. Do something. I loved that. That's <laughs> like, okay. Drag him up. <laughs> uh, but she's, but she's not directly responsible for his happiness. I, I want to say, you know, Andrew had some wisdom in his he advice. Did. Andrew had some wisdom. And then I liked, I do like Bree's response. You know, she is very authentic. She says, listen, I, you know, you might not believe this, but I believe everything I wrote in these in that book. You know, mm-hmm. I believe in old fashioned values. I believe sometimes a wife does have to sacrifice for her husband. I believe sometimes this. the husband has to sacrifice for the wife as well. That is exactly true. And matter of fact, the when we're talking about husbands and wives and sacrificing, you know, uh, when it comes to her old fashioned values, which would would I would agree, or I think everybody would agree that in the show is biblical values of hu- being a husband mm-hmm. and wife. Um, then you look at, you know, a wife should love her husband, but uh, uh, it says the husband should love their wife and, or should, um, what does it say? Serve their wives and, no, love their, love their wives as Christ, Christ loved, loved the, church the church and gave himself up for her. Right. I was going to let you get that one on your own. <laughs> gotcha. So anyway, he says, Andrew says, listen, if he loves you, why would he be willing to give have, have you give up all those things, that sense of purpose, sense of accomplishment, and all these other things? I mean, uh, all these things that make you happy. Why, you know, if he loves you? And then she decides, no, I'm not going to give this up. Or she goes, I have a new idea. Mm-hmm. And what does Give me or- a year. Give me one year. Can you do that? Yeah. And what does he say? Well, she says, is this really something you want me to give up? And without hesitation, he says, yes. Yes. And and I love what he says, or I don't love what I hate what he says. He says, "I need this for my recovery." You do not. No, no absolutely. No, not. she is not. She is not directly responsible for his happiness or his recovery. She is, um, as you were saying, um, you know, relating the husband's role biblically to to love his wife as Christ loved the church. Um, women are never commanded to love their husbands. We're commanded to respect them. Mm-hmm. I agree that she has an issue on that. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, but I also agree he hasn't done anything worth respect right? lately either. But um, so I don't know what I was going to say. I lost it. All right. Sorry. 
So anyway, uh, she uh, she ends the conversation. No, I'm not selling this plate. I'm not selling my business. Steal what you must, my love, but it won't be my company. And that is so right because that's what I mean. He was trying to steal all these little trinkets and things that he had stole from these people were things that that had value to them. Yeah, and he wanted to take the one thing from her that had value. I think because that, that he was, doesn't have anything of value. Absolutely, he needs to go out and find his own thing. Yep. Agreed. And of course, I I just want to say, you know, I recognize it's a television show and they're over the top, but break in and entering. Come on. That was, yeah. Although I did like watching the lady beat him up. (laughs) That was neat. (laughs) And of course, it's his actions that have caused the big accident. Caused the the big accident. Yep. All right. So moving on to Carlos and Gabby. Carlos and Gabby. And and I think we should tie in. uh, Well, actually, before we go to Carlos and Tabby or Tabby. Carlos and Gabby and Lynette and Tom, or Lynette okay. and Lucy. Let's go first to um, two other notes I had at the bottom okay. there, because I want to end on on the big stuff. All right. Um, or on the other big items. Mrs. McCluskey and Edie, Edie Britt. The scene, uh-huh. I, you know, I, I I assumed that she was talking to Miss Mrs. McCluskey on the phone, asking, do you need yep. well, is there anything you don't need? Right. I love that she says, listen, I'll just call you from the store. Right. And, and, and then all of a sudden to see... Her in, um, to see Mrs. McCluskey over at Edie's house, mm-hmm. that conversation that they had, you know, just, I love seeing them as friends. Yeah. Can I just say that? that Absolutely. What a great friendship, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I just really like that. So I, I was, I just had a note to say, I, I really enjoy mm-hmm. seeing their friendship. And Susan and Carl, the every you know, Evan is enrolled in the school. That was kind of weird at first. I'm like, do we really need this? The pictures, a eh, little bit. Do we really need yeah, this? I mean, did dark. we need, did, well, did did we need to see Susan in this story? You know, and and did we need to see Carl? I don't think we did at all. Except that Susan's a main character, and of course, it's showing what's going on in her life. So this is yet another drama. Well, I think point. that this is well. It could be, or it could be the stepping stone for a greater storyline in Susan. Yes, and that you know, um, she even said, "I wished for the longest time that you would feel what I've been feeling. Mm-hmm. That you would, ex- and now that you have, I'm sorry." I think that she really has come to a place where um, you know, she's not holding a grudge against him anymore. She really has let that go. Right. And so I think that this is to show some growth in Susan. Right. And maybe to set her up for something greater. Yeah. In the last final episode. So, so in the end, I recognize that. Okay. But um, the the thing the thing is, is, I hope they're not going to try to show her and Carl getting back together. Again. I don't think they will. You don't think so? Nope. Because I know he's tried a couple times. He has, but I don't think they will. I think that I'm going to hope that Susan's past that. Yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. The one thing I want, I noted that when she explained who she was, she called herself a teacher and not a teacher's assistant. Did you re- did you pick up on that? I did. And she didn't seem she did seem to be quite in charge of that class on her own. We didn't see her friend from last week, Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, I don't know. That was, that's that was struck me as odd. I would have liked to see Jesse again, although I think that was probably just a guest star role. Probably. Or a guest yeah, I guess guest role. appearance. Anyway, anyway, um yeah. So let's move back to Carlos and Gabby. Um and Gabby. <laughs> Poor Gabby couldn't even get a quickie. <laughs> Poor 
Gabby. Uh, I I thought it was woefully inappropriate that she had the conversation she had with Tom. Absolutely, it was. Especially after that fake, you know, kissing demonstration. Yeah, which was a couple seasons ago. Oh wait, was that just a couple <laughs> <Yeah>. seasons ago? <laughs> I thought that was just like last week. No, that's in season two. Was that season two? Yeah. When when did we watch another season two episode? We watched some. It was just a couple. Uh, it was like, like two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. Okay. So I'm getting some time loop. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Anyway. But yeah, it's I all did. jumbled in my head. I agree that it was, it was inappropriate, but I loved what Tom said. Even if we are exhausted, late and shot in the leg twice. <laughs> We still want to. No doubt. <laughs> that was great. That That's not true, though. Can I just say? I know. It's not. I know. I mean. On television, it is. Yeah. On t- well, in, in, in real life, it is to, to a certain extent. But there is a point where you're just so tired. It, 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 so I mean, tired that you tie your wife to the bed and go to sleep? No, that was, that was, in my opinion, if there was one thing in this in this show that just seemed absolutely out of place, it was that scene. It was that scene. That's yeah. just stupid. I didn't like it. It was stupid. I mean, that, no, that that mm-hmm. that in my in my opinion, that that right there is almost shark jumping material. <laughs> Tie your wife to the bed and go in the other room yeah, to get some sleep. I didn't. Li- I didn't like that. That was one. stupid. I didn't I, like Mark it. Cherry, whoever wrote that one. That person should be uh, flogged and 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 tarred and feathered or something. I don't know. Come on, <laughs> what kind of ship are you running over there? What flogged and tarred and feathered? Yes, I mean that's tarred and feathered then flogged. I don't know. That's a little. Which extreme. order would you do it? I don't. Know. Or you could just fire them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's nice. I'm just kidding. I wonder who wrote that episode. I'm going to (laughs) look. I don't know. But I just want to say that, I mean, is that something that anybody really would do? No, I don't think so. I mean, and I know this is a show. I know it's over the top. Ha, ha, ha. Half the stuff that we see probably would never happen. But come on. Let's not stretch reality too far. But yet, that's what this show is all about. (laughs) It is. So anyway. Um, let's see, Gabby, oh, the visit to the, to the, uh, office, Loved the, the visit, visit to the yeah. office. And of course, let's now transition into Lynette and, and, uh, Lucy and the figurines. Okay. So, uh, Lynette is, ha- <gasps> Lynette now has to work nights. Yeah. Not too happy about it. No. Lucy has herself a little attitude. Doesn't she? Yeah, she does. I think she's all high and mighty. This um, episode was written by Alexandra Cunningham. Alexander? What? Alexandra. Is, uh, I'm sorry. What? Alexandra? <laughs> Dudette? What are you thinking? Uh, okay. Anyway, um, having to work nights really does stink. Mm-hmm. But... Um, what do you think about about just Lucy's attitude overall? So, listen here, Lynette. Uh, that don't touch that figurine. It's if, worth more than your house. Yeah. Well, then that's just pathetic, <laughs> right there. <laughs> Number one, yes. And, and um, if you can afford a figurine more expensive than Lynette's house, I think it's okay if somebody touches it. If you can afford it. That's true. You know, if to, you can afford it. If you can afford to buy that thing, you can afford to insure it and replace it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Give me a break, people. Yeah. And um, 
so I thought that 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 was ridiculous that it was over. You know that the figurines was just yeah ridiculous. So, and she was a little. And Lynette's like, listen, you know, I've got this. Um, I got to coach the team on Friday night. And yep. Blah blah blah. And Carl, she goes to Carlos instead of going to Lucy. She goes to Carlos, and I love what Carlos said. Standing up, Carlos has become quite. An honorable man. He really has. I think that, ever since his blindness. Yeah, it, it really did change him. Yep. And I like that. And I love he just was straightforward. He says, "Listen, don't be asking me favors like this. When we're here, I'm your boss." But then he comes back and peeks his head in the door. So you guys still coming over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get drunk and <laughs> complain about my boss. Yeah. She didn't what, say complain. What, I, 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 I did. He, I think he said that to lighten lighten the mood. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think he said it to lighten the moment All just right. a little bit. Yeah. Because he came back and made a point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he. I, All right. I think it was kind of light to lighten that moment. All right. You know, he, he, I don't know. Personally, that's that's the way I want to see it. That's the way you want to see it. I just thought that it was you know, just, re- just a man who had a random thought and came back to. Okay. Could be. Could be. Who knows? All right. And so basically Lucy finds, you know, she um, she did ask Carlos to have a talk with Lucy about her attitude. And of course, uh, Lucy says, ah, so I was wondering who told on me or went to the principal or whatever she said. I should have known it was the chumming neighbor. And the backstabbing. (laughs) Yep. And then. uh, At least stab her in the front. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, Lynette has permanent Friday duty now. Mm Mm-hmm. And Which I don't think is Lucy's call to make, is it? Vice president, I would say so. Yeah, is is that what her role is? Vice was president she of the in company, the yeah. Vice president, okay. Yeah, I didn't know what he brought her in as. I'm pretty sure so. vice president of the company. All right. All right, then yes, okay. All right, and then of course, um, Lynette, <laughs> Gabby comes in. I don't mean to interrupt you, and I'm not going to bother you. <laughs> but here, watch my kids. <laughs> I'm just going to drop off the kids while I go talk to Carlos. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hello. And I love Lynette's little plan. It's like, oh, go ahead. That's going to be great. Go ahead. And then, of course, watching Lucy, you know, assume that those kids belong to the maid or whatever or to the janitorial lady. And yeah, she was, I mean, mean. Well, that that's her personality. I know. You know, and I I understand. I mean, it it goes to show how different how much Carlos has changed now to know that he was. Attracted to her confidence and what else did he say? I, her Some, confidence. So I don't remember. I know uh, he said that her confidence was seductive, but anyway, to think that that you know, young Carlos found that, that attractive added, or that you, you that know attitude. that attitude, um, and and now he doesn't. Yeah, and yeah. and I love that. Um, well, then I guess you're going to have to yell at me. Yeah, I love that, Gabby. Gabby kind of says, you know, hey, if you know, I'm afraid we're going back to the way we used to be. I loved that. It was a great line. It really was. And it's showing that she's changing, too. Right. You know, she no longer can be bought off with gifts and and things like that. And she even took the shoes. I'm sure she kept the shoes, but she did take them with her when she went to talk to him as I think as a gesture of, you know, right. This can't work anymore. Yeah. But I know you found it. Um, absurd, but I did like the kitchen table scene. Yeah, and then realizing that it wasn't Carlos, it was John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're trying to turn me on, uh, you've so failed. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. So anyway, that is our review of this episode of... Oh, no, 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 no. Wait. Oh, Stephanie's got more. Don't forget your little animals. <laughs> yes. Don't forget your animals. <laughs> nice. That was great. All right. So let's take a look here. This is episode 19 of the Desperate Housewives fan podcast. And if I look in here, just want to see when the last time we released a... Uh, Free podcast is Desperate Housewives. Housewives. Oh, wow. Podcast.com. What? I got to get ready. We got lunch with your mom in like an hour. Yeah. Uh, episode 16 was the most recent one. So this is 17, 18, 19. I think we'll go ahead and put this one in the free feed. Very cool. Because we have a couple weeks off. We do. Can you believe it's not going to be back until the 19th? Yeah, it's not going to be back till April 19th. So we're going to go ahead and put this one in the free feed. So for those of you who are not Plus members, uh, we would love to invite you to please consider becoming a Plus member today. Because, uh, number one, you'd get all the episodes in the past that you've missed and you could listen to. But there are a, great, a lot of other great things about becoming a Plus member. And that is helping to uh, make what we do here possible. And you can read more about it at gspn.tv slash plus. And not only that, but there are testimonies out there that will probably be able to more accurately detail to you, uh, for you, that becoming a gspn.tv plus member is more than just paying for content. It really is about a community. And uh, we ask that you guys check out the forum over at gspn.tv slash forum. You can leave comments and thoughts regarding your favorite TV shows. But not only that, but so much more. There's a general discussion forum and lots of people getting to know each other. Um, And we encourage you, of course, to check out some of our other shows. Stephanie has a show called... The Full-Time Mom? Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? What are you doing over there? Um, I was thought that I would, you know, check out the full-time mom section of the forum while you were, you know, saying your little saying your little stuff here. And um, there's a new comment in the community cookbook section of um, Steph's pancake recipe, which yes. is my pancake recipe. And it's been read 1,559 times. Rock on. That is awesome. <laughs> anyway, yes, we did just high five, I know. We're yes, we did. Like <laughs> Anyway, uh, check out the Full-Time Mom over at FullTimeMomPodcast.com. That's right. Another awesome show to check out. If you if you want to check out at least two other shows, one episode of each will we'll do it if, to see if you like it. FullTimeMomPodcast.com is one of them. The other one is FamilyFromTheHeart.com. That's FamilyFromTheHeart.com. Anyway, we're out of here. To you guys that are GSPN.TV Plus members, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. You make the world go round. Absolutely. And until next time, join Join the the community. community.